Welcome to another edition of A Train Sports Talk Podcast. And upon yesterday, I highlighted the hottest hot seats in the NFL by position or coaching position, player position, whatever the case may be. And I will conclude that list today. But today, I want to start off with the TBT, known as the Basketball Tournament, which will be played in Columbus, Ohio, and aired live on ESPN. The Basketball Tournament, a winner-take-all affair for seven-figure sum, to be held next month will become the first live televised basketball competition in America since the coronavirus pandemic sidelined sporting events around the world in March. Featuring former college stars and overseas standouts, the TBT will be held at Nationwide Arena, home of the Columbus Blue Jackets, for a 2014 tournament in Columbus, Ohio, from July 4 to 14. Event officials announced that on Thursday. Now in its seven year, the TBT prize will be $1 million. It was $2 million last year. And the event will air on ESPN, which recently agreed to a three-year extension to televise the TBT and its family of networks. Carmen's crew, a group of former Ohio State players, will seek to defend its 2019 title after defeating the Golden Eagles alumni. in the championship game. The last time basketball aired live on American TV, the Big East tournament's opening round had started before the event was canceled. Being the first basketball event to play in the U.S. since March is a monumental task that is only possible with great partners, TBT founder and CEO John Mugar said in a release. We can't thank the state of Ohio, Columbus Sports Commission, or the Ohio State University enough for their support, not to mention our long-standing partners ESPN, Puma, and Zelly. Everyone is unified in wanting to see basketball on TV again, and our players can't wait to compete. In May, the TBT announced that it had created a comprehensive health and safety plan anchored by extensive COVID-19 testing and shop the plan to potential hosts around the country. Mugger told ESPN last month that the plan is to have no more than 50 people in the gym at one time, although more than 400 people will participate in the quarantined event. Players must self-quarantine and get tested before their arrival. They'll be tested on-site and then tested again once they enter the event's quarantine facilities. If a player's test positive at any point, his entire team will be removed from the competition, according to event officials. Teams will not interact before games, and each team will bring all of its belongings 
from the hotel to the gym for each competition because once a team loses, it will immediately leave the arena and go home. Ohio opened key venues on Wednesday, including museums and movie theaters, as part of the state's plan to move forward in the pandemic. According to the New York Times, the number of new cases in the state is decreasing. The TBT has gained the approval of the state's top officials. Hosting TBT in Columbus is another in our state's efforts to responsibly restart Ohio, Ohio Governor Mike DeWine said in TBT's release. We're looking forward to having live sports back in a safe way we can all enjoy. I want to talk about that for a minute because uh, the TBT also had some debut teams last year. One in particular right here in the air capital city of Wichita, Kansas, a team called the Aftershocks. And if anybody remembers, those games were televised and they were in front of a packed house as if it was a college basketball tournament. The reason I mention that because this year there will be no Aftershocks team. And if there's one person I wish I can get on here, and maybe I will get him later down the road within the next few days, hopefully before this tournament even starts, just to get his thoughts on it, would be the guy who would be coaching the Aftershocks, former Wichita State player, who also played at Marquette alongside Dwayne Wade, would be Karan Bradley. He would have been the coach of the Aftershocks, but they made the decision after Wichita was not awarded the host site they made the decision not to participate in the tournament. With that being said, should this tournament get back to normal, will we see an Aftershocks team? Or based on the events of the day's time, do you think that this is going to be the norm for the TBT? Instead of a $2 million purse, it would be a $1 million purse. In addition, one centralized location, and who will get to host it? If you recall, this was more than a 24-team tournament. This was like close to 60 teams, I do believe, somewhere in that neighborhood. Almost like an NCAA tournament-type feel to it. But due to coronavirus and them trying to get things restarted, they decided it'd be best to have one central location. And there were several sites that they looked at. Wichita State was one, but like I said, Wichita State, in my opinion, was snubbed. I think Wichita State even had a good plan of, you know, making sure people were safe and at least having spectators at Coke Arena. However, it was awarded to Columbus, Ohio. So, as I said, will this be the norm for the TBT instead of the 60-something team tournament field? played at multiple sites, will it now be reduced to one centralized location over a 10-day span? And do teams have to, uh, cities have to put their bids in to host? And how many times will certain host city prospects get snubbed before they say, 
we're not going to fill the team. And how will this hurt the TBT in the long run? Because if memory serves me correct, one of the biggest money-making venues last year during this tournament, and this was just in the first round, was Wichita State University. It was played before a sold-out crowd both nights. And then we looked at other gyms, you barely seen maybe a 1,000 people in some gyms. So it remains to be seen. Will this be the norm for the TBT, and how long will this last being the norm? Well, when I come back, I'm going to talk a little Major League Baseball. Baseball talk. So, Major League Baseball sends 60 game offer to players as leaders meet. Major League Baseball has sent a proposal for a 60 game season at full prorated pay to the Major League Baseball Players Association. Sources told ESPN's Buster Only on Wednesday. No deal is done, but with Major League Baseball Commissioner Rob Manfred and Major League Baseball player. Executive Director Tony Clark having met recently, the latest offer is seen as significant progress considering where the parties were a few days ago. Under the proposal, the season would begin July 19th, sources told only, with the 60-game slate containing 10 offer, 10 offer days. 
sources on both sides of the negotiation said negotiations said there is an expectation there is an expectation that for the talks will result in a schedule of about 65 games. Manfred confirmed in a statement that he and Clark met Tuesday saying the session produced the framework of a deal. At my request, Tony Clark and I met for several hours yesterday in Phoenix, Manfred said Wednesday. We left that meeting with a jointly developed framework that we agreed could form the basis of an agreement and subject to conversations with our respective constituents. I summarized that framework numerous times in the meeting and sent Tony a written summary today. Consistent with our conversations yesterday, I am encouraging the clubs to move forward, and I trust Tony is doing the same. So there we have it. Will there be baseball? Will there not be baseball? How many times have we seen hope? Wanted to have our hopes and dreams of a baseball season shattered. At what point do you get to don't speak about it, be about it? Don't tease us, please us. If you're going to play ball, play ball. If you're not, just come out and tell us you're not. How many deadlines have y'all had, but yet you guys are still negotiating? The old saying goes like this. Talk is cheap. It takes money to buy houses and land. That being said, don't just talk to talk, walk to walk. Let's play ball. Coming up next, will Colin Kaepernick don an NFL uniform? That will be coming up in my next segment. Given any consideration to bringing in Colin Kaepernick for a workout? Uh, that's something that's that's probably on the on the workout list. You know, uh, uh, I haven't I haven't spoken with Colin. I'm not sure if uh, you know where he's at as far as in his in his career or what he want to do. But uh, Colin definitely fits the, the, the style of quarterback uh, for the system that we're going to be running. And uh, I'm very confident and happy with the three quarterbacks that I have. But uh, you, know, you can never have too many people waiting on the runway. And that was Anthony Lynn. When America needed us to... Head coach of... The San Diego Walk. I knew I was going to slip and do that. Head coach of the L.A. Chargers and his thoughts on Colin Kaepernick. Los Angeles Chargers coach Anthony Lynn, Anthony Lynn says NFL teams would be crazy not to add Colin Kaepernick to their list of players to work out in preparation for the upcoming season. When asked Wednesday if he considered having Kaepernick work out for his team, Lynn said that he had he had not connected with the free agent quarterback. I haven't spoken with Colin. Not sure where he's at as far as in his career, what he wants to do, Lynn said. But Colin definitely fits the style of quarterback for the system that we're going to be running. 
I'm very confident and happy with the three quarterbacks that I have, but you can never have too many people waiting on the runway. Kaepernick, 32, spent six seasons with the San Francisco 49ers. He has not played in the NFL since 2016. When he started kneeling during the National Anthem to protest police brutality and racial injustice in the United States. The Chargers parted this offseason with veteran quarterback Phillip Rivers, who signed a one-year free agent contract with the Indianapolis Colts. Tyrod Taylor, a nine-year pro who spent last season as Rivers' backup, is expected to take over as starter. Lynn has repeatedly expressed confidence in Taylor, whom he coached for two seasons with the Buffalo Bills. The Chargers also used the number six overall pick in the NFL draft in April to select Oregon quarterback Justin Herbert, who is expected to eventually develop into their franchise quarterback. Easton Stick, a 2019 fifth-round pick, also is on the roster. Though the Chargers have not scheduled a workout with Kaepernick, Lynn left open the possibility that one could happen in the future. Lynn has voiced concern over roster depth given the coronavirus pandemic and the likelihood that one or several players could test positive for the virus ahead of scheduled games. It would be something that I think any team right now would have to explore, Lynn said, of bringing in Kaepernick to work out. A talent of that caliber that's available under these circumstances that we're in right now, I would think most teams would explore that. Las Vegas Raiders owner Mark Davis, meanwhile, told ESPN's Paul Gutierrez that he was more than willing to not only entertain the thought of talking with Kaepernick, but actually signing him. Since 2017, when he became a free agent, I've told the coaches and general managers that if they want to hire Colin Kaepernick, they have my blessings, Davis said. But neither former coach Jack Del Rio and general manager Reggie McKenzie nor current coach John Gruden and general manager Mike Mayock have pursued Kaepernick. The Raiders have three quarterbacks on their 90-man offseason roster. Starter and franchise passing leader Derek Carr, newly signed Marcus Mariota, and Nathan Peterman, who spent last season on injured reserve. The Chargers are the first team to mention Kaepernick as a workout candidate amid the widespread social unrest that started last month after the death of George Floyd in Minneapolis police custody. Lynn, who attended a protest against racism and police brutality in Huntington Beach earlier this month, said that he would not oppose any Chargers players kneeling during the national anthem this season, but emphasized his preference to advance the conversation. For me, I respect that Colin took the knee and brought more awareness to this, and now I want to do something, Lynn said. I want to honor what he did. I don't want to just keep taking a knee. This is from talking to me personally. I want to go do something. I want action. The Chargers' virtual team meetings have recently included in-depth conversations about social justice. Lynn invited a judge to speak to the players, which he said prompted players and even himself to understand the importance of voting in local elections. I think our players will vote locally this time around because those players are making decisions here 
in our community that are directly affecting us, Lynn said. Lynn also said he has engaged in dialogue with several police officers who tracked down his number after reading in a Los Angeles Times column about Coach's personal experience with the police and social injustice. He also has spent time recently talking with Los Angeles District Attorney Jackie Lacey. According to Lynn, Chargers owner Dean Spanos has offered his support for players' opinions and their stances on the protests. He is very anxious to make a move and do something, but at the same time, he wants to do something that's going to make a difference, Lynn said. He cares about this process. He wants to create a platform for our players to be a part of it, and he's so very much involved. As for the possibility of Kaepernick working out for a team more than three years after he last played in the NFL, Lynn said teams would need to have conversations with him just as they do with any other prospective player. I think you bring a guy in, you work him out, sit down, and talk and pick his brain, Lynn said. Collins been a football player his whole life. He played in the Super Bowl. I know he's got a high IQ at the position. So I just think it just comes down the physical shape and his ability to do what he does. I believe you can figure out real quick where he's at in his career after an intense workout. So that's part of the story and where Coach Lynn of the Chargers stand on the Colin Kaepernick situation, the social injustice situation and how it seems like the Chargers organization as a whole is on board to make change even outside of football. So with Colin Kaepernick though not having played in what three, four years what do you think his skill set is? There will most definitely be some rust for any team that takes a chance how long would it take to get that rust off of them? But in that article, Lynn says something that made a lot of sense. When he says, I just think you bring a guy in, you work him out, sit down and talk and pick his brain. Because you have to know where his what his mindset is. Where is his mind at? Is his mind fully engaged in football? You know, a lot of people have said since you know, the death of George Floyd and all the protesting going on, the question was asked, why hasn't Colin Kaepernick said anything? My answer to that is in the form of a question. Why does he have to say anything? Because everything that you think he should say is either being said or it's been acted out in the voices of the masses. Looking back up at this article, something I want to also throw out. Las Vegas Raiders owner Mark Davis, meanwhile, told ESPN's Paul Gutierrez that he was more than willing to not only entertain the thought of talking with Kaepernick, but actually signing him. Since 2017, when he became a free agent 
I've told the coaches and general managers that if they want to hire Colin Kaepernick, they have my blessings, Davis said. But neither former coach Jack Del Rio and general manager Reggie McKenzie, nor current coach John Gruden and general manager Mike Mayock have pursued Kaepernick. Chances are they probably won't pursue him this year either. When you look at their plethora of quarterbacks, Derek Carr, newly signed Marcus Mariota, and Nathan Peterman, who last season was on injured reserve. So I do not see Colin putting on a Raiders uniform. But my question is, what team could he be a benefit to based on his skill set? We find out what his skill set is after such a long layoff. 